This sermon is brought to you by Buford Road Baptist Church. The speaker today is Pastor Tony Cahoot. This morning in his memory, I want to ask five questions about heaven. And in these five questions about heaven, I'm going to give you the first four answers. But the fifth question only you can answer. And I want you to think really hard about this. That he believed in the gospel. The Apostle Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I never knew my dad to be ashamed of it either. And so I want you to think with me through each and every question. Perhaps you have often wondered about heaven. Is it really real? I know we sing about it and we talk about it and we preach about it. You might even have some kind of picture on your wall about heaven. But have you ever wondered if it's really real? I want you to think about it for a few moments because these five questions deal directly with heaven. By the way, that's where I believe my dad is right now. This July, I will be the senior pastor here for 35 years. Five years before that, I was the associate pastor here. And two years before that, I taught the Bible in our Christian day school. So I've been here for 42 years. And about 30 of those years ago, my father came to me and he said, look, he said, we would like nothing more than to be a part of your church. He said, but there's something that I don't know that uh, you can do. I said, what's that, Dad? He said, well, one day the day will come when you have to preach my funeral. He said, I don't know that you can do that. Of course, you make promises all the time to people, and sometimes those promises are not even meant to be kept. But I gave him my word. Years ago, your signature was good as your word, and your word was good as your signature, far different than the world we live in today. But back then, 30 years ago, I gave him my word. I said, if the Lord would lead you to do that, I'll promise you, I'll preach your funeral. I never thought how difficult that would be. But this is what I have found out in my life, that God's grace is sufficient. No matter whatever storm or valley you go through, God's grace is sufficient. Job, the great servant of God, asked this question centuries ago. He said, if a man die, shall he live again? I want you to think about that. 
That scripture is in Job chapter 14, by the way. If a man die, shall he live again? Have you ever thought about what life is going to be like on the other side of the grave? You would be amazed at what some people think actually happens. Some people believe that when a person dies, that they are reincarnated. That if they were a man in this life, there are those who believe that they can come back and live life all over again as a woman. And then it changes again and changes again. That You'd be surprised. There are many people on this planet that believe that. There are people that believe that when a person dies and they are lowered into the ground, that's the end of it all. That the only heaven is on this earth. There are, there are people that believe that when a person dies that they depend greatly upon wealth or prayers or good works by family members to advance them a little closer to the throne. What do you believe? Because in a world that we live in with so many faiths and denominations and beliefs, the world thinks that there are multiple ways to get there if they believe that there is there. What do you believe? My first question to you this morning, and I'm going to ask you five, is that do you believe that heaven is a real place? And the answers that I'm going to give you for the first four questions come directly from the Word of God. And I want you to stay with me now for these next few moments. I want you to understand today that heaven is not a dream. It's not a figment of imagination. It's not just beautiful melodies or harmonies. Heaven is not just a warm and fuzzy thought for tender times like these. But I want you to know that heaven, if you've ever asked yourself the question, and I'm sure that you've had moments, you, everybody in here has had loved ones who have gone on before. Maybe sometime in your private hours, you have laid in your bed, maybe crying yourself, to sleep and you've wondered and you've asked, is, is heaven really real? Or is it just something that we like to think about in tender times like this, but is it really real? Well, the answer to that question today, and I don't know how many in here have ever asked that question. Maybe you're watching today by internet and you have asked that question before, is heaven really real? I want to assure you, heaven is real not just because I want it to be for my mother right now. Heaven is real, not just because I want it to be real for my family right now. Heaven is real because Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, said it was real. In fact, this is what he said. 
In John chapter 14, he said this, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go and prepare a place for you. He didn't say, I'm going to give you a warm and fuzzy feeling. I'm going to give you something just to dream about and wish for and hope for. He didn't say that. He said, I go and prepare you a place. Heaven is just as real of a place as the place where you're sitting right now. I go to prepare you a place. And if I go and prepare you a place, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there, you may be also. So if you have ever wondered in a crying moment, in a moment of despair, you've lost a loved one, you've been hurt to the core of your soul, and you've ever wondered if heaven was really real. Here's the great thing. Here's the great news this afternoon. Heaven is real. And it's real because Jesus Christ said it was real. Question number two. Maybe you've asked yourself this question before. Well, pastor, if I accept this thing, this truth, that you say that heaven is real. I've often wondered about this. When people die, do they go directly to this place called heaven? Well, that depends on what you did with Jesus Christ. Because you see, heaven is a prepared place for prepared people. This is the thing that I want you to think about. Nobody will ever stumble into heaven. Nobody will ever go through the back door of heaven. Nobody will ever go through a side door of heaven. The only way to get in heaven is to be in Christ. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. How do you get in Christ? The scripture says, if any man be in Christ, he is in How do you do that? How do you get in Christ? Well, pastor, get to the question, okay, does a person go to heaven immediately when they die? That depends on what they did with Jesus Christ. You see, eternity is not dependent on any of our good works. Heaven is not a situation to where your loved ones are sitting down here and trying to get you in the best way they That's not how it works. Heaven is a personal decision for everybody, every human soul. The apostle Paul said this, that in Christ, which my dad was, he gave his heart to the Lord Jesus many, many years ago. If any man be in Christ... Paul went on to say it like this, the great apostle. He said this, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. The other night, my mother and Adam and Danny and I were standing at the bedside of my father. 
And he was taking double breaths for a moment. He would do something like this. And he would do that for a while and then it got to be where he was going. And I looked at Danny and I said, he's going. And then those single breaths were a little bit longer in length before the next one. And then all of a sudden, when he went, that was it. It was so peaceful. This is what happened. There was no hesitation. There was no struggle. There was no scream. There was no moan. There was no commotion of any sort. When he went, I want you to know that when he inhaled that last breath on this earth and that breath left his body, I want you to know that because he was in Christ, all of a sudden, he took the next one in the presence of Jesus. There was no struggle. There was no hesitation. There was no problem of any sort. He took his last breath on this earth and took his next one in the presence of Jesus. Well, how do you know that, preacher? Because of the scripture. You see, the gospel is something that you by faith believe in. Either you believe it or you don't. People have the right, the choice to choose every day what they're going to believe. But this right here is the unadulterated word of God. And I will tell you this, if this book is wrong on one thing, it's wrong on everything. And this is a book of faith. We believe it by faith. I've never been to heaven, but I believe it's real because the scripture says so. He took his next breath in the presence of the Lord Jesus. Well, pastor, if heaven is real, and this thing about being in Christ, if a person dies in Christ and they immediately go to heaven, then my next question is this. Will we have real bodies in heaven? Well, not like we've known them here on this earth. Maybe you've wondered about this many times before in your life. If heaven is real, what's heaven going to be like? What are we going to be like? I can assure you that the bodies that we have in heaven one day are not remotely going to be like the bodies we have known on this earth. You know, when you think about it, these bodies that we have now, they're not made to live forever. There's a classic passage of scripture in Psalms 23, and it talks about this. Surely in good goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's what David said. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Everything God does, everything he has done, he has done in the realms of this thing called everlasting life eternal. 
God never does anything. He's never done anything halfway. Everything he has done, he has done it with eternity in mind. These bodies are not made to live forever. I can remember when we first took dad to the doctor. He came, he was cleaning the church one day and he stopped by my office and he said, I've got this this hernia here. I, I need to deal with it. I said, how long you have been having that? He said, a couple of months. I said, that ain't good, Dad. A couple of months. He said, I know I, I need to do I said, no, we're going to do something better right now. And I picked up the phone. We called and made an appointment. They took him down to do some scanning and testing. To make a real long story short, they found out that he had Hodgkin's lymphoma the most fastest kind of growing cancer on the earth. And so we began to give him the chemotherapy treatments and all the internet remedies and everything that was accessible to us. We, we tried it and did it. And at one point, after a lot of prayer, and listen, you can drink all the carrot juice you want to, but without Jesus, you, get, you have nothing. We did all that stuff. And finally, he got to the place where they told us it was completely gone. That it was in remission. They did the scans. They couldn't find it anywhere. He survived a triple heart bypass surgery. And I got to thinking about those last days when he was hurting so much. And I thought about this thing called heaven. And I knew because he gave us the assurance all of our life and in the last hours especially that he was ready. The doctor called and said, listen, uh, there." There's nothing else for us to do. You need to ask him, does he want to pass in the hospital or pass at home? And I can remember standing at his bedside and, and asking him that question. I couldn't get the words out of my mouth. I said, Dad, do you understand what the doctor is saying? She's saying, you're not going to recover. And I said, you're, you're going home. And this is what he said. I knew this day was coming. And he said, I'm ready to go. I'm going to walk the streets of heaven with my wife. I know that I'll be there. She'll be there. He said, so let's go home. The last two weeks he suffered in many ways. I'm not going into all of that details, but you know what suffering's all about. You've had loved ones to go through some of the same similarities. When David said, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, he wasn't talking about with that earthly body that he had. These bodies cannot handle forever. They're not made to live forever. Well, you stop and think about it. Nearly every one of us in here today, there's something going on. I mean, whether you need oxygen, you need a cane, you need a wheelchair, you've got hearing aids, you have to have a pill to get up in the morning, you have to have a pill to 
take lunch. You got to have a pill in the afternoon. You got to have a pill to go to bed. We're all on dope. <laughs> These bodies are not made to live forever. But one day, in that glorious resurrection, as the song said, when the dead in Christ shall rise and these who are alive and remain shall be caught up together and will meet the Lord in the air, we'll be, the scripture says, yes, we'll get a new body. Thank God, not bodies that will ever grow old, not a body that will ever deteriorate or will suffer. John said it like this in Revelation 21. He said, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth. In verse number four, it says, and the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, behold, I make all things new. So you see, strokes are not welcome in heaven. Cancer, heart problems, diabetes, no dialysis machines in heaven. So if you've ever wondered if heaven's real, absolutely it's real. Not because I want it to be for you at this moment, even though that is a comforting thought, but heaven is real because Jesus Christ said it was real. Number two, does a person go to heaven immediately upon their death? That depends on what you did with Jesus. In Christ, yes. Will we have real bodies in heaven? Absolutely. Different from the bodies we've known on this earth. And question number four is this. Well, pastor, if heaven is real and a person in Christ goes to heaven immediately upon their death and we'll have glorified bodies one day, that is fashioned in the likeness of the Lord's own body. My question is this. Well, we know each other in heaven. You see, heaven's a big place. I'll never forget the Sunday I was in the lobby shaking hands at the end of the service and people were coming out the door and we were talking about the day, the message and so forth. And a little tug was on my coat and I looked down, there was a little boy there and he had a tear running down his cheek, a little pool forming on the quivering part of his chin. And he said, he said this to me, he said, preacher, can I ask you a question? I said, absolutely. And I got down on one knee and I looked in his eye and I said, what is your question? And this is what he said. He said, my grandpa just died. He said, I love him and I miss him so much. He said, every time I was with him, he always talked about heaven. And he said that he wanted me to go to heaven because he was going to heaven. And he said, preacher, he said, I want to go to heaven. He helped me. I asked Jesus in my heart. He said, but this is my question. When I get to heaven, because he said heaven was such a big place, he said, well, I be able to find him. Well, I know him. 
And the scripture for that is this. Paul said it in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse number 12. He said, but then shall I know, even as I am known. I said, yes, sir, young man, you'll be able to find your grandpa. He'll know you and you'll know him. Pastor is heaven a real place. That's where my dad is today. I believe he's there because of the word of God. If we don't have the truth of this book, we have absolutely nothing. Does a person go to heaven immediately upon their death? That depends on whether or not they are in Christ. You're not born in Christ. The scripture says that we're born in sin. We're shapened in sin. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Well, if a person goes to heaven immediately upon their death and we will have real bodies in heaven and we will know each other in heaven, those are all important questions and I've given you the answer to all of those. But here's the deal. Here's the last question and only you can answer it. Will you be in heaven Because you see, you're not born on your way. There's only one way to get there. You have to believe the scriptures that Jesus Christ was the only begotten son of God. God sent him to this earth for a reason, for a purpose. And that purpose, that reason was for you and me. The scripture says this in Luke chapter 19 and verse number 10 the purpose, the reason for his coming, the Bible says, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. That was the reason Jesus came. He did not come just to make a name for himself or just to perform miracles or these wonderful songs that we sing, people would write lyrics to. That's not why he came. Thank God all that's done, but that's not the reason When my dad was laying literally on his deathbed, I said, Dad, what's your favorite Bible verse? And in the shallowness of his breath, he began to quote verbatimly John 3, 16 and 17. Well, thankfully, we've got that on video. Here's what you have to know, and here's what he wants me to say. You have to know that Jesus Christ is the only begotten Son of God. He found that truth many years ago. He asked the Lord Jesus to come into his heart because he knew that Jesus was the only way. Here's the thing that I want you to think, and I'm going to say something right now that's not uh, perhaps going to be taken right at first, but I pray you'd give me the benefit of hearing it through. Listen very carefully. Jesus Christ is not your best way to heaven. Jesus Christ is not a good way to heaven. Jesus Christ is not an alternate way to heaven. Jesus Christ is not one of the many paths to heaven.
But here's the truth. Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. The scripture says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. And he went on to say this in John 14, 6. He said, I am the way, not another way, not the best way, not a good way, not an alternate way. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father but by me. So in spite of what this politically correct world wants to believe today, and out of all the denominations and out of all the religions and out of all of the ideologies, there is only one way. That's through Jesus. Here's mom, what I believe happened when dad took his last breath. Again, I've never been to heaven and anybody that's ever told you they've been and come back, listen, don't buy their books. Don't buy their CDs. If you, if you want to do something with your money, send them to Buford Grove Baptist Church. <laughs> listen, this is what I believe happened. And I've never been there. I've never been to heaven. But I believe the book. I believe the gospel. I believe it's real. I believe that's where he is right now. But I've never been there. So I can only imagine this part of it. But I believe it. Because I know what the scripture says about Jesus. The Bible says that he was a good, he was a kind, he was a compassionate man. Everywhere he went, he touched lives in so many Ways The Bible says that he gave sight to the blind. He gave hearing to the deaf. He made the mute speak. He raised the lame to walk. He cleansed the spotted lepers. He, he raised the dead and gave them back life. He turned water into wine. He fed a crowd several times with fish and loaves. Everywhere he went, he never performed one miracle for his own benefit. He was always doing things for others. And Jesus was a kind, compassionate man. And this is what I believe. Though I've never been to heaven, I can only imagine this now. Danny, when dad took his last breath, I put my hand on his chest and I said, he's gone. We knew where he was. And I can only imagine the Lord standing at those pearly gates. You believe what you want to believe. I can only imagine that the Lord was the first one to welcome him in. And I can hear him say, Jimmy, come on in. Just maybe the Lord put his nail-scarred hands around him and said, welcome home. Just maybe, I don't know. Maybe the Lord says, enter in into the joys of the Lord. And maybe, I don't know, maybe they turned and they began to walk and maybe the Lord said to him, I don't know, but maybe the Lord said, what do you think of this place? 
I can hear him say, well, you know what? That son of mine tried to talk about it and preach about it, but he didn't have half of it right. <laughs> Somebody needs to go in there and help him, which reminds me of Brian. We were at the bedside and we were taking care of Papa that night and helping him and he'd cry and he'd moan and he'd scream and we said, Dad, we gotta gotta move you, gotta pull you up just a little bit. He said, No, 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 no. I said, Yes, we got to. Gotta prop your head up on the pillow, we gotta make it no, 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 no. I said, No, we got to. So we did. Picked him up by the sheet and scooted him up a little bit, propped his head up on the pillow. He screamed the whole time. And when we were finished, this is what he said to me and Brian. He said, when I get to heaven, I'm going to tell Jesus on both of you. <laughs> I've never been to heaven. But I can, I can only imagine because of the kind, compassionate, loving Savior that we believe so dearly in that he embraced my father. And maybe he said, hey, did that son of yours ever talk about Peter, James, and John? There they are. Did, did that son of yours ever talk about the beauty and splendor of this place? a tree that bears 12 manners of fruit, a river that never runs dry. And just maybe, just maybe, I don't know. As the Lord says, Jimmy, come on in. And maybe the Lord stopped him and said this to him, Jimmy, is there anything I can do? This is your first day in heaven. Is there anything I can do for you? Well, Mom, I know what he would say. I know what he would not say. He wouldn't say this as much as he loved you and you and you and me and you. He wouldn't say, well, Lord, this is a pretty neat place and don't take this wrong. This is exactly where I want to be forever. But if you're saying that I could have anything my heart desired, well, Lord, he wouldn't say this. Give me a body of health and send me back to earth and let me live 15 20 more good healthy years with my family. Now, as much as he loved you and me, he wouldn't say that. This is what he would say. Well, Lord, if I could have anything my heart desires, it would not be that you send me back to my family. But it would be that you would one day bring my family to Friend, that's only possible because of Jesus Christ. You listen to Pastor Tony Cahoot. For more information, visit our website at BufordRoadBaptistChurch.com.